0: Gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Dollar up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. Curry, right downtown, top. This the tagger. Here's the problem I'm seeing. Zion's gonna want out soon. the i I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. Can I say Mamba out? Hey guys welcome back? This is Courts He I am your host Joshua Eunangs and today we are breaking down all of Saints basketball five days before Christmas, four days before Christmas Eve, and let's jump right into it. I am your host Joshua Eunangs. If I didn't already address that because I forgot, but anyways, we're back, and we're back at it as it's been a hiatus, to say the least. It's been like a month or four days since our last podcast episode. It was pretty crazy. It it actually felt weird not doing the podcast, but when you're still in school and you have to get finals done, and there's a month left of work, and then some you have to do, sadly gotta take care of the school first, but... Finals are over, I'm on winter break, um, life's gonna go back to normal for me, obviously gonna be taking off a few days for Christmas, unless I live record it, or pre-record it, but, 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 but before we get down to our schedule, I do want to say, we're back, I'm rock and roll Monday to Friday, 8am, that's we are gonna be able to catch us on, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, um, Amazon, everywhere that you have um your podcast playing from we have there we also have there iHeartRadio, radio i believe i already mentioned amazon 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 music uh you can get it on uh google play google podcast it's real cool you get it on our site youtube rumble wherever you get it as we're just excited to be back i'm excited to be back um Quirce heat's been in tons of traffic despite us posting again just because of school with all the events happening in my life it um took away the podcast but you know what um, I generally never look back at the past so I'm not I'm, why should I do it now so we're back with the podcast I am super excited guys um, if I want to keep in track with the Isaiah Thomas uh documentary the 60th pick documentary um four days ago was that is that right yeah four days yeah so four days ago for four days ago we released the extended trailer for the Isaiah thomas 60th pick documentary remember that's coming out january 17th 2022 we are so excited for that also watch the trailer teaser hundreds upon hundreds of you guys love it and you're excited for this documentary. We have everything, everything about Isaiah Thomas. Because if you, if you did not hear through the hardship exemption granted by the league, Isaiah Thomas was able to sign a 10-day contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. And my golly, did he uh, have a great showing! The G League, he posted insane numbers. G League debut, um, health and safety protocols took away Russell Westbrook and Avery Brown. We're going to discuss about COVID and what it actually means for the NBA coming up. But for Isaiah Thomas, this is huge. I am one of the biggest um, Isaiah Thomas uh, fans ever, advocate for me back in the league. Um, I have not hit or hit away my opinion before on Isaiah Thomas. Because December 17th was his debut with the Lakers, 19-2-1, off of, um, off of uh, 5-12 from the field in 22 minutes. And then, of course, yesterday night against Chicago, even though they lost, uh, he posted 13-2-1 off of 5-11 from the field in 32 minutes. Look, he's the real deal. He's going to be the comeback player. And I'm not talking about awards. We all know. It was like Derek Rose. We called him the comeback player. Why? Not because he was getting some stupid award, but because he was making a comeback after injuries, after setbacks. This is what IT is doing. And so many players, like the um, original Isaiah Thomas, um, Zach Levine, all these different players, they're coming out. They're ready for. Um, Isaiah Thomas and he's here. He's balling. He's showing out. I'm excited for that. So keep watching the documentary clips that are coming out. We're gonna release and we're gonna release another one within the next week. Um, as we're preparing that because we're going for the life of Isaiah Thomas. We're going through the hardships. There's so many things to unpack. I can't tell you all right now, but it's true. Excited because this is the player that. We were never truly able to really get. Like we were never supposed to get this type of player because we always made the outcast. We always franchises scouts, whoever it is. The league tried blackballing Isaiah Thomas because they didn't think that someone five foot nine, someone that was the average American's height. Was going to be able to be good enough in the NBA. And he talks about it so many times. Even on uh, his job. Like on uh, draft tryouts. Before the draft. It's crazy. We also have some theories on. Something interesting where. He got blackballed like Carmelo Anthony. Because. If you remember. What happened to him in Cleveland. We'll tell the whole story. Um, his time of Boston and how that may have ruined his career and helped his career, uh, significantly. We're unpacking y'all. This is, this is one of the greatest revival players ever. This is going to be a revived career because fans, everyone's looking forward to it. And I'm just happy that this documentary is coming to fruition again, January, January 17th, 2022. That's going to be a release date. And we're just getting we're just getting rock and rolling on that. Real quick, guys. Social media. Sure, we've taken a break, but you know what? We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. But you know where else we're on? We're on Getter G E W T R. That is G E T T R. Um, we're on there right now. We we signed on last night. We posted about the Isaiah Thomas 60th pick documentary, posing an extended trailer, and so far, for, so far, people are following us back, and it's really exciting. This is the number one hub for basketball news, and of course, get our lead memberships. But if you want everything and more, get the elite membership. But we are the number one basketball destination for news of any kind, of any magnitude, big or small. Hyping it up or not, and we're just real about it. We're not like ESPN. We're not gonna sugarcoat it. Like I've been blasting LeBron and the Lakers, where the where ESPN would just try to sugarcoat it They still try to make this a really cool thing. Like like nothing's happening. So get on Getter. We're gonna be there. Uh, G E double T right there. Um, yeah, real cool. That's on the social media end and. I believe that's gonna do it for the announcements. I, I don't think I got anything else on the agenda. No, I don't think so. Um So without further ado, I have been dying to say this on the podcast December 25th, which is Christmas Day for majority of the people that celebrate it. You know what the one thing we all enjoy. Sure, we have Cardinals against Colts headlining Christmas Day for football fans like myself. But also for myself when it comes to basketball, we have the Warriors against my Phoenix Suns. I am personally excited about that. I'm gonna be ready for that too. At, at two o'clock, that game's gonna be on. I'm gonna be tuning into that game. I don't care how tired I am, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that game and it's fullest. I'm going to make sure I'm there. Why? Because that's going to be the coolest game ever. Christmas Day, that's where the sorry Warriors get their bus handed to them after Chef Curry whipped us last time. I truly do believe it. That's going to be the game to watch out for. I don't care about the games splitting up to there. I could care less. I could care less. But the Phoenix Suns against the Warriors Christmas Day? Man, that's going to be sweet. That's going to be very, very cool. That's going to be very, very entertaining. Uh, cool to Cardinals, right? I'm going to be there for the Cardinals. Um, The number one thing that I saw was cool was Devin Booker coming back. Watching the Hornets game last night with so much energy. It was like at one point, it was 31-13 in the first. I go eat dinner, I come back, and we're winning by 30+. plus. We end the night with a huge blow. Devin Booker's ball now. So is CP Free. So is JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee has so much physicality. Has so much intensity. Has so much, like, effort. He just loves what he does. And he shows. It shows in the way he plays basketball. The way he just runs up and down the court. It's like he's doing many suicides and he's enjoying it. Imagine that kind of psychotic person. I'm not even kidding you. But it's amazing to see JaVale do this. Same with DeAndre. The Suns, to me, in the last podcast episode we had, before my mini-hiatus, was, was the Phoenix Suns the real deal. And I said, give them till Christmas Day. Well, I'm no math person, but I know it's not Christmas Day yet. But already, this Phoenix Suns team is bad, but they're 24 and five. They're number one. They're half a game ahead of the Warriors. They're four games ahead of the Jazz, and they're six games um, ahead of the Grizzlies. And the funniest thing is, all the teams. That we that the Phoenix Suns faced in last po- in the last uh, NBA's postseason, like the Nuggets, Lakers, and Clippers, they're all eight and a half games to nine games behind the Phoenix Suns. How great is that? I just thought that was one of the greatest things ever. The Phoenix Suns, in the entire NBA, has the best record. Second to that would be the Warriors. The Nets headline Eastern Conference 21-9. But the Suns headline their conference 24-5. And they're 8-2 in the last 10. Where the Nets are 7-3. So to me, they're the real deal. They're the real deal, man. I'm going to call it now. Whether they win Christmas Day or not, they're the real deal. 29 games for your season so far, they're the real deal. And you did it through seven games without Devin Booker. Who they were like five and two, five and three, no four. They're like five and two without Devin Booker. They had a winning record without Devin Booker, and they beat the likes of the Wizards, of the Suns, of the Celtics, um, of the Warriors. Like, come on! That's epic! Like that's pretty cool. Sure you lost to the Clippers in there, and sure you lost um to another team in there, which I forgot. But yeah, remember, without Devin Booker, you didn't know what to expect. You knew Chris Paul was gonna carry it. But to see Cam Johnson, Cameron Payne, um CP free Chris Paul. JaVale McGee, DeAndre, Jay J- 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 Crowder, that's huge. The three-point specialists, everyone came up huge. Like, Shammick came up huge. McGee came up huge. S- Smith came up huge. I hate Alfred Payne with all my heart and soul because he's a boss, but they're doing great things, and they won by 31 points. Booker only had to play 26 points. Paul only had to have to play 24. Like understand how great this is. In the Washington game when it was a blowout, they only had to play him 23 times, 23 minutes. They're fighting the rhythm in this season. Even if they bomb the rest of the games till until after Christmas Day, let's say they lose their next free. They're still going to be the legit team. I bet you they beat the Lakers. I bet you they beat the Thunder. I bet you they beat the Warriors. I told I told you give them to Christmas Day, because they're proving in that month stretch what they can do from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Because they can, they will. You could beat the Lakers away. You did in the postseason. You could beat the Thunder. They're dying. You could beat the Warriors. You already did it. The reason why the Warriors won was because we were gassed out and there was no Devin Booker. And so, when no one's playing defense and there's injuries, like the Mikel Bridges hand injury, you should expect to be beaten. But, there's a new chapter now. So, why am I bringing this up? Because I'm going back to our last conversation. November 15th, I said, on November 16th, 1-2, the top of the day was, are the Suns the team to beat, or will they begin to fall with a tougher schedule ahead? Not only did they rise above, they, su- they succeeded everything. They beat the Mavericks back to, they had their 18-game win streak. Or however long the win streak was. They had their very long win streak. They did it. They set a franchise record for that. That that to me is huge. Sure the Warriors snapped on December 3rd. But they already got ahead. This was a one and three Suns team. And now they're 24 and 5. They went 20. Oh, They went twenty four and two in their past twenty six games after going one and three. After going one and three, they went twenty three and two. Understand the understand the magnitude of that. Understand how amazing that is. You're better than the Warriors right now by half a game. You're better than the Nets, you're better than the Bulls, you're better than the Cavaliers, the Bucks, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the Lakers. That, that's insane, man. So for me to be a fan of not only this basketball team, not only this franchise, but to say, look, you're one and free. You win to the NBA finals. You have your fair share injuries. Have your fair share problems. When you get locked in, now it's like, whoa, what? What's everyone doing here? And it's not a game. Like these guys are doing anything spectacular. You have at least eight guys. You have at least five plus. You have at least five to eight guys per game, scoring double digits, making an impact. But they're not doing anything spectacular. There's not that one guy, Curry or Durant or anyone like that, Giannis, who are going out there being impactful. Like getting 40, 30, 40, 50 points a game. They're playing team basketball. And that's huge. They don't need to be the flashiest people in the room. The flashiest organization in the room. Their record speaks for themselves. The, the way they play basketball speaks for themselves. It, it speaks for itself. It just does. And that is something I was thinking about before recording this episode. Before I was just watching these games or just looking at everything that was happening. So, that, that to me is truly incredible. So, to answer your question, would they fall with a tough schedule or will they succeed? And are they the real deal? Not only are they the real deal, not only did they not fall, but expect this team. I'm going to say this right now. If they continue to play this way, they're going to be better than the Charles Barkley team that went to the NBA Finals before losing to Michael Jordan's Bulls. I'm going to say right now, if they can keep it up, the contingency is this. They have, to, they have to stay consistent with whom they are. They just do. They have to get this. They have to get through these final stretch games. Meaning, you have to be able to say, "You have to get for the Lakers." Do you gotta get back home? You gotta get for the Thunder. You gotta get for the Warriors. Like that is gonna be exciting. That's gonna be exciting. I think they're gonna win two or three of those games. I don't care if you drop it to the Warriors or the Lakers, but you cannot lose more than one game in that stretch because even if, I, even if they lose two games they're still going to be the real deal because yes it's great to have that fancy record but they have a winning record and they had a great turnaround since being one and three the stats prove it we're just going off of statistics it's insane people need to take note of this they're playing they're playing these primetime games they're playing these ESPN games they're getting people's attention to not only watching of sports. Come on. People are waking up to this team. People don't care about the Lakers. People don't care about the Warriors as much as they do about the Phoenix Suns. Why? Because the Phoenix Suns are creating their own path, they're creating their own destiny. This is truly amazing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the team to watch. Because people are like the Phoenix Suns are doing it. They're not only but they're they're not the, only the best team in the eastern in the western conference, but also in the eastern conference by far. The Nets are four games behind the Sun. Like, I understand that. I understand that. So yeah, but now, my last question: Could that throw something? Could that throw a wrench into the plan? Well, possibly could. I want to say this. Where's everyone going to be? Because I post this on social I post this on Twitter. I post on this on I'm going to try to pull it up real quick for everyone. Um, I put this on Twitter. It was about this season because I've read so much about um, the new wave of COVID. About it. Just about how many vaccinated and then unvaccinated players are getting COVID or being put into the health and safety protocols. It is legit insane. I said this, mark my words. What we see today will likely affect how the NBA season is moving forward. Why is this looking like 2020 again? Because when games start to get canceled, they'll go to extreme if necessary. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean by that tweet? Well, if you remember this, why did the Nets change their stance on Kyrie Irving? It's not because they actually looked at the science, they looked what was in the vaccines, they looked at what the numbers were on those vaccines and how inefficient it was. No, it was because players were putting were being put into the healthy health and safety protocols because they were testing positive, and they wanted to win games and they had no way, so they had to turn to the guy who's just been getting ready, hanging out at his home, doing whatever he does in his personal spare time, not having COVID, and now he's able to play away away games. That to me is incredible because now it's like. The Nets changed their stance because of new COVID outbreak. It, it, it just baffles me how this is coming up and how this is looking like 2020? Let me see. through Tuesday, the NBA postponed five games through Tuesday. Sunday, two Sunday games, which was the Cavs-Hawks, and then Pelican-76ers game, that got canceled. Today's game, Raptors-Magic, that got canceled. The tomorrow's game, Wizards-Nets, that got canceled. It's insane when it's all looking like this. That brings the total number of postponed games to seven. The league previously postponed two Chicago Bulls games against the Detroit Pistons and Toronto Raptors. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm just going to read you the list. This is off of basketball.realgm.com. Trey Young enters health and safety protocols. Andrew Wiggins enters health, health and safety protocols. Um, Lakers coach Frank Vogel, Cam more enter health and safety protocols. Anthony, um, and I'm going to throw in some injuries here too. Anthony Davis out for four weeks due to need uh, due to a knee sprain. Josh Richardson enters health and safety protocols again. Um, Cavaliers assign people to hardship exemptions because. You have uh, Jared Allen, RJ uh, Nebhardt, Lamar Stevens, Denzel Valentine, Di- Dylan Windler, and Evan Mobley, and Isaac Okoro, and health and safety protocols. Right? You're kidding me. The Magic are currently down 10 players due to injury illnesses. Does any of this make sense? This is insane. This is insane, people. Marcus Morris enters the health and safety protocols. I'm just reading this. Kevin Durant enters the health and safety protocols. Uh, Kyrie Irving enters the health and safety protocols, but that's standard since he needs to test negative five successive days. It's, it's it's insane. It just truly is insane. And I don't believe it's going to stop. I don't believe it's going to stop. Because now we have all the vaccinated players. We have all the unvaccinated players. Everyone's just colliding. And now we have this COVID outbreak. And games are being postponed. And now it's becoming a trigger situation. So, before I take a step further. The tweet that I sent out. Is referring to the 2020 season when everything was shutting down. Why? Because of COVID outbreaks. Not to the extent that it was then, because it's better. It's under better situation, under better handling now. But look, we have different variants. We have COVID, right? That. So it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Because look. Teams have to adjust. Isaiah Thomas was signed to a hardship exemption because the Lakers are so banged up. Are so banged up. Russell Westbrook and Avery Brad was pulling to the health and safety protocols. Teams are, be- are becoming a mess because they have no players. Either the injury to illness. It's crazy because now games have to be postponed or teams are going in shorthand. The Cavaliers are just getting dismantled left and right. Colin Sexton was going to be out regardless due to injury, but Evan Mobley was coming off an injury just to put back on the shelf due to health and safety protocols. Then you see Isaac Okoro, and you see Denzel Valentine, and you see uh, Nemhard. You see all these guys just on one team. and It's like, what's happening? And then you see the Orlando Magic. Seeing the banged up Cool Anthony and the other nine um, Orlando Magic players that are down and out currently. Like, this is some scary stuff of your franchise. Because it's like, this is going to mess some, some things up. Because the hardship exemption has been one of the most widely taught and widely used um Exemptions and ways to sign players. In this in the past few days, in this past week, because teams are running out of options because so many players are testing positive or having to go into health and safety protocols. That's why the Brooklyn has changed up the on their stance. That's why teams are trying to do all they can. That's why the NBA is mandating booster shots or everyday testing, or daily testing, right? That's why they're changing up the COVID memos. That's why they're changing up the COVID policies. They're trying to keep people safe so people don't have to say, well, we got to shut down the NBA again. We have to postpone so many games. Because we're already postponing seven games in the first week. The Toronto Raptors have brought down their capacity to 50%. You you have to be vaccinated to travel to Canada. You can't cross their borders if you're not vaccinated. This is scary, man. Because now it's like You can you can't do certain things unless you're vaccinated. You can't because it's like it's it's because it's like whether you're vaccinated or not, many people are testing positive. So many things are being spread. Spread that's like what's happening? Like what's happening? Because you have big names like Trey Young, Andrew Wiggins, um Russell Westbrook, Evan Mobley, all these guys are testing positive. Like this is insane. Like you're trying to crack down on this before it gets too serious, before this stuff gets too real. The problem is. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it is the statistics are being proven and shown consistently that this is becoming to become a problem. Not to extend the twenty twenty season, but because it's like games are being canceled, uh capacities are being reduced. Why? Because you don't want to have a situation where it was like uh uh, the Jazz against the Thunder during the 2020 season, where it was announced to everyone in the stands they had to leave in a calm and orderly fashion because there was a COVID-19 outbreak, and Rudy Gobert or someone else tested positive for COVID, and you needed to be evacuating now because it was getting too serious. And then a day later, they shut they shut everything down. It's kind of insane. So where does this take us? Where does COVID put the sports world? The NFL is trying to adjust it. The NHL is trying to adjust it. Places are trying to adjust it. And right now, the NBA is just trying to get through. The hardship exemption is one of the most popular exemptions right now. Because this is the only way they're able to get players. It's scary if you think about it. Even if it's just for 10-day contracts. Even if it's just for a few games. Or if they're just trying to get relief here. Like. This is going to become a real concern. Because look. From a basketball perspective. If teams can't be a full go. If you're pulling everyone out. And you have to utilize your, your bench to the fullest. Like there are problems, like Brooklyn. There are problems where one ma- where one player is at maximum capacity of minutes. Like they're playing the entire game. Players should not be forced to play the entire game because they're because they're short. It's not because they're being forced, but it's because of the current situation that's forcing them into it. If that makes sense. So it's crazy because. Teams are now going to have to sacrifice games and fans are going to have to sacrifice um, whether they go to the games or not. Everything. Just say, wow, um, this team's completely dismantled. Like my team's completely dismantled. And I'm this from a basketball perspective because it's like, if you're the Nets, James Harden went to the protocols. Like, people going to the protocols. Like, this is not good because now it's like... Th- what happens? If you're on a magic you're down 10 players. You're trying to foul. You're trying to be granted an exemption, like a hardship exemption. You're trying to go out there and trying to make sure sure that you don't go past your boundaries. But you have to get players. Because you have star players like Cole Anthony not able to go. And taking it from the on a match perspective, Markel, or Markel Fultz, he's not a GOAT. Jonathan Isaacs, he's not a go. Like, they already had players that was predestined to be injury-ridden because of their current stats heading into this 2021 NBA season. It's craziness. I, I was thinking to myself, how many... I've had so many notifications blow up through my phone. Um, for all different people on social media, all different journalists and reporters. Pascal Siakam was pointed to, I believe. Like their their teams are trying to limit this the best that they can, but the problem is this: they can't. This is just got to run its course, but how? Like how? Good news for teams. That good news for teams. Harship signings will not impact in teams. Salary cap or the tax, but I'm reading this. um Cody Martin of the Hornets was also put into the um, into these health and safety protocols. Um, NHL suspends cross-border travel until after the Christmas break. That like, that's insane. A touring prince, Anthony Edwards, Joshua Kogi. Are all out because of the protocols or in protocols? It's just big cat out there. Like this is dismantling teams, and now people are rushing around for the G League when they're doing their showcases. Um, and yet some teams pulled out. I believe it was UCLA. I can't remember. Um, and then you have all these different teams trying to pull to like the G League. Free agency, wherever they can, just trying to pull from anywhere and everywhere that they can. The Cowboys are, are just being beaten up. It's, just, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And I might be trying to dramatize this thing, but it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm, ju- I'm just reading all of this through. The game's been postponed. I'm just trying to see if I missed anyone else. Yeah, Josh Green. He went into uh, the Health and Safety Protocols. So did Reggie Bullock. It's insane. Like, uh, this is this is insane. Like, I- I'm just reading this. And I'm not trying to go silent on you guys, but... They, De'Ron sharp, who's a rookie for the Nets, have handed the health and safety protocols. Um, Celtics own Broadick Thomas, I apologize, I have no idea who he is, is in the health and safety protocols. This is insane. This is legit insane. That is why we saw the Nets make the move for Kyrie Irving say, You can play away games. We're going to lessen our stance. And people are freaking out because they're like, oh, look at the Nets cowering down because the Cervantes still let an unvaccinated player play and show them the easy way out. No, it's because they have to win games. So that can sort of take off the edge. So Kevin Durant or James Harden or whomever's not playing maximum minutes. That would be great. If they're playing the full game, that will be great. Take off the edge. Miles McBride, a uh, uh, Knicks player, he's play, been playing to the COVID protocols. Same, same with the Rockets. This is insane. I, I, I'm just, I'm just like, I am like blown away. like like three days ago. This was by Baxter Holmes. In an effort to hopefully avoid game disruptions, the NBA and NBPA are discussing a plan that will require teams decimated by COVID to sign additional replacement players. That will obviously come through the hardship exemption, trying not to go against the electric tax, or the salary cap, or or different things like that. If you're the Warriors, you're not getting back Klay Thompson until January. Like, uh, early January for home games. Sure, it's a, sure, a choice, but it's crazy. Same with James Wiseman. I don't believe he's ever going to come back at this rate. He was supposed to come back during Thanksgiving break. That's what I heard. Now, look at this. This is, like, insane. It's just insane. I'm going back days and days and days. Because it's, like, this is this is crazy. Two days ago, three days ago, the Kings have six players, interim coach Alvin Gentry, and several ma- um, staff members in the protocols now. David L. Mitchell also went in there. That's just insane. Kendrick Nunn went to it. You Guys, get where I'm going. Like, the Timberwolves, going back to them for a second, when Anthony Edwards went to the uh, COVID protocols, he averaged 22-5-3 and three for Minnesota this season. This is just very disruptive. So everyone's trying to scramble around, and sure, it's a great opportunity for guys like Isaiah Thomas and different guys like that, but it's like, your own team is being killed by a COVID outbreak and... You're just hoping that booster shots, masking up, socially distancing, um, and all these different methods, which may or may not work, I'm not gonna dis- I'm not gonna debate on that, I'm not gonna discuss about that because that's irrelevant currently. The relevant part is this. Taking it from a basketball perspective and what a franchise needs to look at, they're they're sinking, they're drowning. Like quicksand, it's like COVID's the quicksand. And they're just slowly being dragged down It's like, man oh man oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. What do we do? Guys, this is tough. I'm looking at this stuff daily, and I'm like, this isn't good. There's a reason why Toronto's cracking down. It's not because of their insane leader, but maybe they have some science behind it. I don't know. At least we're not going to false on it. But getting back to the point, the NBA season curling is going through something that I'm sure um sure we've seen before, but not to the full extent. It's so not going to have to say, oh, here comes NBA bubble 2.0. We're not saying that Oh, all. All that I'm saying is that this is going to decimate teams, man. Like Trey Young, important asset to the Hawks. Kevin Durant. Important assets to the Nets. Um, Anthony Edwards, important asset to the uh, to the um, um, Minnesota Timberwolves. All the different Cavalier players, like Evan Mobley, like this is insane. This has to be the number one topic because this is the one leading most teams to their own demise. It's just affecting everyone. And everything. Sure. It's great to see guys getting a chance. But. This is insane. Because here comes the more. Well let's go to the money side now. We talked about franchise perspective. We talked about what this would mean for teams just playing. What if you have to cancel christmas games like christmas prime time like christmas is prime time money it just is christmas is prime time on christmas eve and christmas day you've been hyping up the sons and wars like you've been hyping up the timings let me tell you the schedule and i'm pulling it up right now but just imagine all the money they'll be losing if that were to be the case um, that, would, that would legit be devastating. Because not only are teams sacrificing games and potential losses, but you're also sacrificing days worth of training and practicing and trying to get chemistry going, especially if you're a rookie and you're trying to figure it out, but also you're looking on the money side. If we go the first day, oh, never mind. So we had um, so my apologies. So we had December twenty fourth games. But let me just say this: Let's say this is this is leading up to Christmas, right? We'll get to twenty fourth, but you have Rockets, Pacers, Pelicans, Magic, Hawks, 7-6ers, Pistons, Heat, Wizards, Knicks, Bucks, Mavericks, Hornets, Nuggets, Thunder, Suns. Timberwolves, Jazz, Grizzlies, Warriors, Nets, Trailblazers, and Spurs, Lakers. Could any of those games get canceled? The Pelicans are already being compromised. So have um, so have different games. To me, because the Wizards has been compromised. Teams that are missing players, here are the teams out of this entire entire schedule for the 23rd of December that are missing players. The Hawks, Magic, Pelicans, um, Wizards, Knicks, Mavericks, I believe the Thunder, Timberwolves, Warriors, Nets, Lakers, Spurs. Like, there's guys in there that's mixed in with injuries, that's mixed in with COVID, that's making everything a living nightmare times a thousand. And again, this is not me trying to scare the, the crud out of you. No, this is just me being realistic. Because myself, who is a basketball fan and journalist, would hate to see this happen. Especially, this is the precursor. This is the getting. These games right here are leading us up to the excitement of the NBA Christmas uh, Christmas games because you have five Christmas games. I'm moving on to December 25th. You'll have Hawks, Knicks, Celtics, Bucks, Warriors, Suns, Nets, Lakers, Mavericks, Jazz. Hawks, Knicks. Or a must-see game? Why? Because that is a game that will be a postseason rematch. Warriors-Suns. That's a must-see because it's going to be a battle of the number one, number two seed teams of the Western Conference, and it's going to be two of the biggest powerhouse teams in the NBA currently. Nets-Lakers is going to be a must-see because why? Because it was post, that was what some fans wanted. It was projected to be the NBA Finals instead of the Bucks suns The other two games, celtics Bucks and Mavericks-Jazz, eh, i care less for those, but I guess you guys would care for it, I guess. What if the Nets-Lakers ha- game has to be postponed? That would be sad. What if the Warriors-Suns game had to be postponed? I'm talking hypotheticals here. What if the Hawks next? Because New York is having a surge of COVID cases. The Hawks could be depleted. So could the Knicks. This is getting really, really crazy. I'm not kidding. This could be very, very crazy. If we go over to Sunday, December 26th, You'll see Magic, Heat, Raptors, Cavaliers, 76ers, Wizards, Grizzlies, Kings, Pelicans, Thunder, Pistons, Spurs, Pacers, Bulls, and Nuggets, Clippers. Let me just say this, my friends: these are big-time games. These are money-grabbing games. <clears throat> Excuse me. These are games. They're going to give the NBA so much dough, so much revenue. This is where. The money starts coming in. These are the type of games that the NBA wants because you have the Knicks, Hawks, Warriors, Suns, uh, Nets, Lakers. Those free games should get NBA fans of any kind excited, whether it's your team or not. That should get you excited, pumped up, and talking about it. Why is one of those games are jeopardized? It's going to be not in terms of cancellation, but because of injuries. Warriors are not going to have some players, i.e., Klay Thompson, James Wiseman. they have been okay with that. Could it be getting an impact? Andrew Wiggins, hopefully. I want to see why not. Um, Suns should be okay. Everyone seems to be doing good. Devin Booker's hamstring looking strong. He's looking strong. Nets, Lakers. That team has injuries everywhere. Has COVID protocols ran all over them? illnesses are skyrocketing. That game's going to be altered, and then we're going to have to see GoBron fake crying about something else. I don't know. Like, next Hawks. Like, we see the problems. We see the implications at our head. We see the roadblocks. To me, it's going to be very, very interesting how everything is played. That is just the truth. That is the full-blown truth. Man, oh, man. I'm actually nervous. I don't say it's going to be canceled, but will it, will it be altered? Maybe. Most likely. Not definite, but most likely. It stinks. I apologize, I'm going too fast, but this is a lot to get through. Because teams have a lot at stake. Pe- teams have a lot dude, that's riding or dying. I just I just can't believe that we're getting to this point to where it's like, whoa, we could be seeing COVID-19 2020 style all over again. Because sports are considering it. The NFL have proud have been postponing and rescheduling games we got two Monday night football games we got a Tuesday game you now like normal the MB- this is scary man it just depends how everything goes what's gonna come New Year's what's going to come Christmas what's gonna be the first of January and the months leading after it These are some things we have to think about, guys. But I'm just going to say this. Do not let it steal your Christmas joy of watching sports. Because there's there's a reason why there's protocols here. To me, I'm not going to let it bother me. Especially from a journalistic side. And a fanatic side. From a fan side. Look, Tina's going to pull through for this. It is going to stink if teams do have to go shorthanded, but the NBAs cannot afford losing all that revenue. They truly, truly, truly can't. So guys, that was the topic of today. Remember, 602-791-2108, that is the course that he text on. Again, that is 602-791-2108. These are the real problems for COVID. From a franchise perspective on playing and trying to win games, and what if you have an Orlando match situation where you're down 10 players and you're scrambling you're running around with your head cut off? Or it's coming from a money side, from a business side, it's like, um, what are we going to do now? Are are our teams struggling? I'm sorry, our revenue struggling because we have to cancel games because teams are struggling. That's going to be very confusing. That's going to be very alarming. To me, that is where we have to say, no, 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 no. We're not doing this again. Because you don't want to get a mindset where it's like, well, it's here, so we kind of have to worry about it. Live your, life, li- live your life like normal, like many people have been saying, but just realize it's there. I guess just be safe. I, I don't know what to say. Because it's not like COVID is going to kill everyone. It can't. It's not like COVID is going to steal our dreams. It may cancel a few games, but it's not the end of the world. Trust me. We've been through much worse much more deadly things than this but it does stink and this will have a revenue impacting um, result this will leave a stain for sure on the journey because if you're looking if you're excited for football which many are like myself for the postseason you don't want to have to be dealing with rescheduling games and trying to watch out Tuesday or doubling up on Monday, because people work. And it might be hard to watch your favorite sports team or a sports game on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever, right? It's going to be interesting, guys. It's going to be interesting. I'll keep everybody up to date on that. But this is... Basically, for this podcast episode, I'm talking about COVID. This was not trying to be like a formed argument. It was gonna be a formed opinion, but this is just laying out the facts and where we're at currently and what might need to happen. Like I don't know what needs to happen. Obviously there's there are like there's blunt obvious things that could be said and done, but it's like how many things gonna be cancelled, how many things gonna be rescheduled, how many things gonna be altered for the league, for teams? That is what we have to get concerned from a from a business perspective and from a fan perspective. But guys, this is your host, Joshua Unangst. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Um, I wish for it to be a little more cheerful, especially heading into the holidays. Tuesday's episode will be a lot more cheerful. It will not be this negative thing where it's like, "Oh, more COVID." Now, I'll leave that to ESPN and all the news networks. Trust me, they got their work cut off for them trying to scare everyone half to death. No, here at Coors of Heats podcast, we'll talk about it, but we're not going to let it steal our joy or take away the fun that is sports because Christmas is coming. The holidays are coming. Um, we're getting ready. I am very, very, very excited. I am excited for the fact that, hey, I'm going to be seeing my sons on Christmas Day. I'm going to be seeing my carnals on Christmas Day. I'm getting ready for uh, spending time with the family. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. So, without further ado, guys, that is where we're at. I'll come back here Tuesday morning, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Do not miss it. We'll be on SoundCloud, iTunes, Rumble, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and everywhere else you get your podcasting from. Podcasts from. And yeah that is everything today. We'll keep you updated on social media. Remember go to G-E-T-T-R. G-E-T-T-R. Getter. We're on there now. Give us a follow And thank you guys for listening. And without further ado. Let's have the outro music. Take us out now. Oh, no, no, no.